last week in the NBA. Harden against Ross. Step back, Jay. Sweet. James Harden from downtown. Welcome to Brooklyn. Long range three from Curry. Oh, he's got it. Stephen Curry. Hart finds Durant for three. Yes. everyone and welcome to last week in basketball a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past week in the nba i am your co-host mowgli and sitting next to me as always the man the myth the mouth hi guys how are you guys doing ready for this recap woohoo yeah we are dude what's up mal how was your mlk day oh it was fun it was a good games good games good games dude. we're gonna get to that in a bit you know how about you same man you know i can't really do anything just watch some basketball Went for a nice walk, had some good food. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's all we can do right now. <laughs> all right, should we get into it? Let's do it, bro. Okay, guys, we're going to get into recapping last week in basketball in a segment we like to call What's Gucci? Gucci! Welcome to What's Gucci, the segment in the show where we discuss what's new and good in the world of basketball. They're playing Malv, a lot has happened in the past week. Let's discuss, shall we? Oh, yeah. A lot of things had happened on the day. Remember that episode <laughs> that we did? Oh, my God. How crazy was that yeah. episode that we just did? It just Breaking messed up news, our whole plans. Our whole formula, yeah. our whole structure. Yes. So in case you were living under a rock, James Harden is now a member of the Brooklyn Nets. And my God. What a haul for him. Basically, you know, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, the new big three. Kyrie Irving still yet to play. Right now, it's saying Kyrie is expected to play in this recent game, but he's currently missed the past six games due to personal reasons. <laughs> I'm surprised, bro. You know me. Like, I want to take a couple more games to, like, let me get in the meld of this. But even me seeing this, seeing the highlights, I go, fuck. This is going to be the team of the East, right? And there's no Kyrie yet? Well, I think Kyrie is just going to add more problems to the situation right now because once he gets be in. another... Kyrie not playing right now is kind of like a blessing in disguise because it's getting those two dudes familiar with each other. They hadn't played in so many years back in OKC. Now they're getting reunited, and it feels so good. <laughs> Stop. But, with, with, <laughs> with Kyrie coming in, like, like there's only one ball. Everyone keeps saying it. Yes, everyone's shots are going to go down because Kyrie commands that much attention. Each one of these players has proven they can get 50 points any night. So we'll see what happens. As far as going back to, you know, what else happened that day, because that was the last time we did that, you know, Houston, they ended up getting Victor Oladipo. Indiana Pacers get Karis LeVert, but a little bit of breaking news. When Indiana was doing their physical for Karis, they found a couple of troubling MRI results, something about his kidney. That sucks, man. I hope everything is good. You never want to hear this even. Yeah, so let's see what happens with Karis LeVert. He's out for an indefinite period. Not sure what his timetable is on returning. But yeah, he's a good dude. He has the potential to be a star player on a team. Well, yeah, no, no that was good. Uh, fucking Victor Oladipo had the second biggest debut, you know, in Rockets history. So that says for this trade value for all teams involved. That's it's right. looking potentially, That's right. you know, 
good for everybody, right? Oladipo, he dropped 32 points in his Houston Rockets debut. Unfortunately, they lost to the Bulls. Zach Levine put in 33 points. The Bulls have not had a very good record, but each one of their losses, like in these past couple of games, they've been actually really close in competitive games. So they're, it seems like they're taking steps in the right direction. Laurie Markkinen also came back. He had 29 points. They're trending right. They're trending right. They're still losing, but they're showing that grit. They're showing that toughness. Zach Let's Levine, I still, I'm still saying, right, I think going he's going to be an all star. He's going to be an all star. <laughs> oh, he's going to go somewhere else. That's what you're saying. But if they don't get him help, or you know, the, or if it moves a little bit more the needle, but he's showing up. What was his last game? What was his points? There, yeah, against against the the Rockets, it was 33. All right, you won. know, so good up on them. But going back to the Nets, man, they have a potential big problem, a blessing in disguise right now, right? Because at least these two are getting back in the mode. I don't really think they needed. The, that much chemistry, those two in particular, James and Durant, I'm pretty sure everybody's a little bit content, you know, offstanding a little bit of Harden, like, shit, this is the new guy for sure. He's getting the points we were supposed to be getting, you know. You know what's crazy? He hasn't even said that, like, the only thing that James Harden has been saying is, like, yo, I'm just looking forward to practice. I mean, it, listen, we're talking about practice. Because they haven't even practiced. Like, he just, yeah, see, this is go. him. Yeah, that's that's just naturally good basketball. He play. definitely he had smart. a pregame meal. James Harden definitely had a pregame meal. <laughs> <laughs> that was making the rounds on social media. Oh, yeah, then after the, the other cut picture of him. Yeah. So, what did he do? He had a, he had some film people put on a well, prosthetic. Did we mention his debut? Let's go ahead and do that real quick, then. James Harden's debut for the Brooklyn Nets came in a triple-double. Last week, fucked around and got a triple-double. A 30-point triple-double. 32 points, 14 assists, 12 rebounds against the... Orlando Magic. Yes, against the Orlando Magic. All right. We knew this was going to be an offensive heavily team. They showed in work. That's a lot of work to put in for your first debut game, but he's just showing, like, I am a good player. I just really wanted to get out of Houston. This is going... You know I'm a top offensive caliber player, and when I'm back with KD and when Kyrie comes back, we're going to kill it. You know, I think that's what it is. Like, you're scared of their offense already, but even defensively thinking, if you bring those three back, you're going to need at least, what, six players on the... Seven, eight players, I would say, for two people to keep guarding each of the main three, and then one off the other, like, if the chemistry is that same well and they're I just playing don't the see, pace. I don't see anyone really as a defensive stopper on this. The, the only person that can probably be that is Kevin Durant. But that's a lot of responsibility for him. He's never had this much responsibility on a defensive end. No, and I wouldn't want to because, like we were talking about earlier, uh, off the air, just the Achilles, too. I would kind of keep him more of an offensive. Do you think these the guys Achilles are going to get tired? Ah, one person for sure I feel will get tired. Well, yeah, exactly. If he go, if he's James going, Harden, yeah. like with Mike D'Antoni, he's fatigued in this system. Do you think with the addition of these other two players, they can probably rotate and extend kind of the energy that they have that's come what postseason? That's what you're hoping, right? You're really hoping that. But, again, I don't know what their game plan is. So I think they're really going to see their own game plan once Kyrie finally plays and that will you'll see with the five games and see how the chemistry goes there and how they're going to play. But I'm with you where you can't put Harden back on just playing defense, right? And just be like, hey, you need to focus more on defense, you know? And I'm, I'm not going to do that at KD. Your third point would probably be like Kyrie. Like, you're going to be our main kind of ball handler, but we're going to need you more on defensive ends. And you know he's not going to take that shit. I like what you're saying there, Malv, where Brooklyn has already stated that they're not done making moves. But the next move they need to make is to see how they fit with Kyrie in this picture. 
So from there, they can make the necessary adjustments. One of the things that they're going to need to address is a backup big man because Kevin Durant cannot be playing a backup five spot. So you can look at Cleveland. They got a lot of big boys there. I know they just traded Jared Allen there, so I don't know if if that's possible that they get him back. I I doubt it, but JaVale (laughs) McGee's there. JaVale McGee! He's just coming off a championship. You got Andre Drummond. I don't know if that's going to work because he has a little bit too much in the salary. But, yeah, look, I I, I expect Brooklyn to add some big guys for their depth. Yeah, but just showing you, like, offensively with just these two guys, what are they hitting over 50 points or around 60 points each game? Combined, right? Just them two guys. Thinking of that, it's just those two guys. Not even Kyrie yet, but just the possibilities. If everybody remembers, I forgot who was saying this, but they brought up the old 2001 Lakers where – you know, that was our little era of watching it, but they always talk about how their defense wasn't the best as well, but they punched in with the offensive power that other teams couldn't, you know, match at the time. And I was like, they were trying to compare it to maybe that's possibly what the Nets will have to do. The only but, the only other thing that I'll say about that, though, is that the 2000-2001 team is just coming off of championship. So they already have established their DNA. Brooklyn is still... Figuring out their identity, they're like a. But you have they're like a little teenage. People have had it. They're like a lost teenage boy. They're <laughs> figuring themselves out. We'll no, but this one I'm actually like. No, no, no I, I agree. I, I agree with, who are the two people? I only see Kevin Durant there as a champ. Oh no, Kyrie, Kyrie stupid come on. me, stupid me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, both of those guys are championship players, but they haven't won in a while, and they haven't won together. Yeah, and you got just a new, new blood, new culture, and trying to figure it out. Honestly, now I'm seeing it. A lot of people are saying title or bust for them. I'm saying at no. Least, it's second round. I'm the, telling you, they're getting that, out in the I, second round. I said it last well, episode. Well, no, no. I'm confirming. I'm kind of agreeing with you more now because I'm hearing chatter on ESP on all the sports. You're like, it's, you know, it might be this is the Clippers 2.0 of this season, there dude. This is what they are. I'm calling it right now. I guarantee. Guarantee. I'm placing my bet on your bet. A side right bet. Now. Yeah, it's a parlay. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's go on to the actual games that were played on MLK Day, shall we? So we had a nice triple header. We're going to start off with Brooklyn, because we were just talking about them, and the Milwaukee Bucks. My goodness, what a great game, great playoff atmosphere. These are the teams that you're expecting. Yeah, for the Eastern (laughs) Conference Final. You know, this should be the team. James Harden, for as quote-unquote fatigued as he was, he played 41 minutes. That was the most anyone played that night. So, you know, I don't think... 41, 13, 25? Yeah. 34 points? Come on. KD with 30 points? You know, he's back, like I said, dude. They're deadly. Look at this game, right? Albeit it's the beginning of the season still, not all the full players, everybody's not at full health. But yeah, you could see these two teams going seven games, right, at the end of the season during the playoffs. Uh, that's up to Giannis to see how much they uh, he's improved. It could go five, think, it could go seven. I think he's going to have to get that burn at the end. It's like, you got to throw those haymakers. Like, this is my year, bro. I got to get out. You know, I, I got to play leave. the Lakers. Actually, <laughs> I don't have to leave anymore because I signed my max. But I could leave because I, if I don't want to stay, I can leave. No, but so you got to play. What you're in the third? Just you got to win it this year. You got like, win it or go farther than you did last year. Yeah, you got high expectations again. But now you got this new Brooklyn team. See, this is why you got to like put the the money on. You got to put your foot on the pedal, right? Because you can't wait anymore. You know, you were just yeah, you were the dominant team, but you had Celtics right behind you. Then you had the Heat, but now you have a power, a potential powerhouse. All right, let's move on to the next game. Memphis Grizzlies versus the Phoenix Suns. John Morant is that dude. Oh, my goodness. What a crazy improvement from year one to year two. 
if it wasn't for his injury, he would be in the all-star conversation. He still kind of is fringe, borderline all-star, but his just relentless pursuit attacking the rim, it's just, wow, he's good. He's good. He remi- the way he is just fearless like that reminds me of Dwayne Wade, reminds me of Russell Westbrook. I can see John Wall there a bit. I don't know if his games really match those, but I like I like him, dude. And he he's such a... I got him last year as a, as a rookie for fantasy, and he helped me propel me to, like, to win. And this season, just like with Zach Levine, like everyone was taking all my players. Like all my <laughs> players that I'm seeing thriving is like you were on my team last year. It's like oh, I'm happy. I'm, well, I'm glad right. you're doing good. <laughs> you're thriving. You're thriving in your real career, but not in my fantasy league. Yeah, yeah. No, he's good, dude. He's solid, good. He's know, good. Both, and, both these teams. You know, Phoenix Suns. They're a solid team too. Yeah. The Phoenix Suns didn't yeah. lose this game. It was John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies winning this game. I like that. Yeah, like dude. That. That's what it was. Also, it's just a four-point game, but yeah, it has a lot of potential too. You know, on both teams, the thought well, the Suns came on a fucking two-game winning losing streak right now. But yeah, they got beat by the the Wizards the last game. But yeah, this is good potential for the NBA again. I think these teams are going to be right where they're at seated. I don't see anything coming up for them in the next rounds. I mean, on the next round, the next few games. But uh, to be honest, I didn't see this game, so I'm on you on all this information. Yeah. I mean, I think that's enough. We can go ahead and we have a lot more to talk about. We're already 15 minutes in, and we got the rest of the week. So uh, another thing, Steph Curry, he beat the Lakers. He's still that dude. Basketball is just greater when Kevin Durant and Steph Curry are playing healthy, and they're not on the same team. Is that right? Like, it just balances out everything so, so much better. That shot over AD, he was 2 of 11, Steph Curry was, before he shot that 3. And that was such a crazy, crazy shot. Did you see it? Yeah, like I saw that. Arms, it. it was like uh, Kanye West, Father Stretch My Hands or something like that. <laughs> like that. And uh, he did it, dude. He did it over that. Wow, it's, it's crazy. Like, that shot is so hard. No, for me, on my first notes on the the Golden State Warriors, I was like, Steph and Curry update. This guy won't stop. The last Boom, couple Well, he had a couple few games where he was down, right? At the beginning of the season, you're like, ah, oh, they're down and out. You're like, does he have enough to keep going? Boom, they come up with a little winning streak, right? Then a little lull. But this here... I turned off the game, bro. Because you like, thought it was over. Yeah, yes, the Lakers. I, 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 the I same thing. Off. The Lakers turned I, off, too. Yeah. We were winning. Yeah. By 18, I was like, I got to go to work later. I was like, this is good. Like, we got a solid win if we played some D and make some shots. But I guess that didn't happen in the third or fourth quarter. Somebody did. Well, it's pretty <laughs> pretty disappointing night for uh, LeBron and AD. Both did not top 20 points scoring. So it's kind of an outlier. They're still the threat in the yeah. West, so everyone has kind of those games where they kind of let their foot off the gas. I'm not really reading too much into this. Just Same. flush it, move on to the next. That's exactly what I'm thinking. And let's move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic, this was his first game in a back-to-back. He felt kind of flat. He finished with 15-7-9 after a very, very impressive performance. We'll go ahead and talk about that a little bit later. But this is a quote from head coach Rick Carlisle. This is going to be the most difficult seven games in Mavericks history coming up right now. They have a very – go ahead and list the games that are coming up, dude. Oh, no, I'm, I'm agreeing exactly with that. The next six games for them, we've got the Pacers. Then you got the Spurs. Then you got the Rockets, Nuggets, and then their last two games you finish out with the Jazz. Back-to-back with the yeah. Jazz? Wow. Back-to-back with the Jazz. So, honestly, he is right. For To me, the Mavs potentially could lose these six games. I'm not saying they're going to. It's going to be tough. That's it's what you're saying. It's going to be tough. Sure. I would say, like, with the Jazz, for sure, that's going to be a tough two two games. Honestly, I'm seeing maybe the Spurs 
The Spurs, dude, the Spurs are, are good. pretty they, good, dude. Right? The Spurs, silent. We've been si- everybody's been silent. Everyone counts them out, man. That's yeah. just that's just that's the Spurs way, dude. Especially they're the fifth seed as well. Yeah. You got fifth seeders, you got the Jazz at a third seed, you got the Nuggets playing right behind them. The Mavs could totally move up from their tenth spot. Or potentially be worse. They have to play good. Luka has to be great in order for Dallas to win. And they're also so depleted. And, like, Porzingis is just coming Come back, back right down. now. They've been, like, Gotta see what COVID he does. outbreaks, all this stuff. So, so it, it's – they're struggling a little bit. So I can see why Rick Carlisle would say that. No, smart coach. Speaking well, yeah. of – yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of the Spurs, they just walloped the Blazers by 21. And, right. uh, unfortunately, it's a little bit of bad news right there. C.J. McCollum, he was the starting oh, two yeah. guard, basically the Robin to Damian Lillard's Batman. Fractured left foot. He's going to be out for... At you know, least two to four weeks, man. Yeah, yeah, that's going to suck. So yeah. if you guys play fantasy, I just scooped up Rodney Hood. I went ahead and picked him up because he's going to have a little bit more of responsibility. And, you know, just a little heads up for all y'all out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah this gonna this is sucks for, for, for Portland because they were on the right track. CJ was on a nice little roll, too, this last, uh, what? Yeah, last he could have been an all-star this season. And he was flowing. I, I got it right here. He was already averaging 26.7 points, five assists in just the 13 games. That's pretty solid for him, you know? And you just I like hate it. to see that kind of shit happen to a good player, you know? Not and only a stupid-ass injury. Yeah, oh not God. only that, Yusuf Nurkic, their starting center, had just got injured a couple days before. He has a broken wrist, and he was just coming off of a pretty devastating leg injury, like a broken leg. So, man, it just feels like with Portland, each time like they're they're on the cusp of doing something, it's one like injury, step ahead, injury bug. Yeah, two right? steps behind. I feel bad for them, but no lie, the Trailblazers is one of the organizations I fucking hate. You hate them? I have a thing with like the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rose like, Garden, you hate no, it all everything. that shit. I still even feel it to like, even when we had our shittier players, you know, our shittier teams, like, I still feel like the Blazers, they have it all on our target, too, you know. But I feel bad. Lillard was just named um, Player of the Week. Player of the Week, you know. Lillard's like, balling, like you dude. said, they, Lillard's good. I feel bad because I feel like they're such a hardworking team. Like, they play, you know. Their team is down for playing, and shit like this happens that you just hope they get better so they could have a nice playoff run. Yes, man. Injuries, you know, everyone talks about skill, but injuries are super, super important to that journey mm-hmm. as well and you know luck plays a solid favor and unfortunately portland has not been that lucky when it comes to injuries let's go ahead and move on to what happened over the weekend and friday so another thing crazy dude this sucks like really really sucks carl anthony towns testing positive for covid after the whole you know catastrophe that he had him losing his mom because of covid complications his dad getting really sick too now that he has contracted the disease Dude, man, it must be, like, super, super tough. No, it's – honestly, it's heartbreaking. That shit sucks, man. It's like you can't write things like that, you know, and he already had – well, it's from my, my perceived view. Like, he has to be depressed, has to be a little bit mentally down. Like, there's so much. You lose your mom, and, bro. And like, like, on top of all this, like, the, the Timberwolves are still not really winning that much too, so. <laughs> That's aside the fact, but, yeah, winning would have helped, but – Winning no. cures everything. It really does. <laughs> no, but really, though, you know, like, taking the, the jokes out of it, it fucking sucks, man. I, you know, I don't know him personally. I don't really like the team. I really was a Butler fan, you know. I, you feel bad. This sucks. COVID's real, guys, to an extent. you got It's real to him especially. He might be going through a lot more stuff, right? Like, you know he had to take precautions beforehand. You know, just be safe out there, guys. Clean your hands. Wash your face. Nothing else I can say. That's pretty much what the NBA could say too, right? Right. Yeah, so feel better, Cat. We'll see what happens. 
down the line. We had mentioned Luka Doncic going crazy earlier. And then let's go ahead and talk about the game where he just went balling out. Dude, this guy passed Michael Jordan in a list. Whenever you do that, no matter what it is, you're doing something right. Luka Jordan. Luka Jordan. <laughs> Luka Doncic, 36, 16, and 15. It's a triple-double. 29 total triple-doubles in year three. He's already passed MJ for all-time triple-doubles. Luka is not better than Michael Jordan, okay? Calm down, everybody. But what we're seeing right now, it's like, yo, we put our stock into Luka when it was a uh, we, – we bought low. We're selling high. <laughs> yeah. Right? We're like stock. We're robbing Good investment right here. here. Yeah, yeah. And Luka's that dude. Profit but. margin high. <laughs> right. <laughs> Another crazy thing, too, we had just talked about the Phoenix Suns, but a game earlier this week against the Indiana Pacers was canceled. This makes 10 total games canceled due to COVID already this season. That's something they got to figure out. they got to figure out what they're going to do in the second half, that all-star break, all that stuff. Just keep your eyes on that. Yeah, it's going to be, well, like we said, and the NBA said, it's going to be an unpredictable season. It's going to be a game-by-game pretty much basis now, right? <laughs> like, yeah. One more thing, one more thing, too, I wanted to say. It was the TNT game. Christian Wood just went crazy. Mm. He had a 27.15 rebound game, and when he was talking to Shaq, Shaq was basically like, yo, I didn't know that you I didn't know you had that in your game. I didn't know that your game was. And Christian Wood, dude, the most baller response ever. Oh, you must be a casual then, right? You know how oh, you man, you're a casual. He must so not know good. my game. I was like, damn, he really said <laughs> that to Shaq. It's a great sound bit, dude. Great no, sound bit. So good. Good on you. You got to have that. You He's having a good season, yeah. dude. And it's a bright spot for Houston right now after the whole freaking James Harden stuff. You know, they're doing them. They got Oladipo too. John Wall, Boogie. You know, just they got to make. They're Do all with the season. <laughs> you know, it's that solidarity and that bonding of them. So That'd I'm wishing them, them good luck. I'm wishing them good luck for sure. Let's go ahead and look at the basketball standings. Let's pull this up real quick. Which we're going to start for East or West? Go East. Always, because that's the worst coast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Boston is still number one. I think they were number one last week, eight and four. Milwaukee, nine and five. Philly, nine and five. Indiana, eight and five. Brooklyn, now five, nine and six. You said two weeks, right, to yeah. have them be a top three? So let's see what happens next week Ooh, when we do this. Let's see my predictions. Right? Loser has to pay for Chick-fil-A. I'm down. I'm going to win. <laughs> as far as the Western Conference goes, the Los Angeles Lakers are sitting at the one seed with 11 wins and four losses. Clippers right behind them at 10 and four. Utah, nine and four. We just put up a funny meme. Go ahead and check it out. Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli on our Instagram. Basically, yeah, Utah Jazz, nine and four in the season. All NBA fans. And it's just a picture of all the ballers just sleeping on the airplane. We are sleeping on the Utah Jazz, no, man. I was so, today earlier, I was like, yeah, let me check these standings. I go, what? And you showed me the meme. You like, check out the meme. I was like, yeah. And I was like, it's so right. I did not know that. Yeah, we already have like 90-something likes. I was like, yeah. It's the truth. Facts. It's true. Hashtag big facts. Right? Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're the three seed. Phoenix, right now, we said right seven and five. To round out the top five, we got San Antonio, eight and six. Yeah, dude. Not bad. Solid. Look at that. Look at that. The My West goodness. some good play. One more thing before we go. What do you think? Just uh, flesh out that game for AD and LeBron. Who do you think needs to kind of chill more right now? I think it's LeBron. Yeah, I would say so too. Like keep him back a little bit in the back and let uh, AD and the rest of the team just. Because I saw too a couple passes uh, LeBron was trying to do to uh, Dennis Roden and everything. It's like he wants to keep him involved. And I say you should do that with AD being more of the minute man during the season. What about you? It's all about preserving how much prime he has left. So. In the grand scheme of things, these regular season minutes are not what's going to define his legacy. You just have to conserve him enough for when the playoffs and 
you know, the harder the games get. So this is uncharted waters for LeBron and for an athlete at his caliber. Tom Brady is doing it. He's excelling right now. He's just made his way to the NFC championship game after all those years dominating the AFC. You can see that at 43 years old. LeBron James is kind of doing his own blueprint of that. He's following a similar formula where he's just very disciplined. Let's hope he has enough. And, you know, I think he has the mentality to succeed. And the team this year. Oh, for sure, for sure, the team. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's going to do it for today, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Thank you guys for listening to Last Week in Basketball. We have fun doing this. We we honestly really want to do a daily podcast, but that shit is too much. (laughs) (laughs) Because we have this, we have Reboot, we have all our social media stuff. We got 2021 is a super big year, y'all. We hope... We just want to thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys enjoy the content we're producing. We have a lot bigger plans. You know, we're, we're speaking that shit into existence. I'm going to speak it into existence. And, uh, you know, thank you for listening. If you listen on Apple, five stars, please. Subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. Questions, comments, or anything you guys want to tell us, feel free to email us at malvinmogli at gmo.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, malv underscore n underscore mogli. And we'll see you next week talking about basketball.